Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering part one of WCW on Saturday night on TBS from December the 21st, 1991. The reason it's only part one is because this is a two and a half hour episode, so we'll cover half of it this week and the other half next week. And also, this is our birthday episode. We made it to eight years, eight years ago this week, this pathetic show was born over a thousand episodes later, ton of Outlaw Mud Show shenanigans later as well, we are still here. Unfortunately, for the birthday episode, Doc couldn't make it, so I brought in Mean Mike Crockett. This is four times now in the last month, it seems. Crockett, what's up, man? Uh, good to have you back in the on the free feed. Yeah, man, this is good. It's good to be here. Happy birthday. Yeah, uh, eight years. How long <laughs> did the WPAN made it, make it? <laughs> we made it about... Half. We've been four years. Two hundred episodes exactly, right? Wasn't it? Yes. You, you sure literally You literally made it the exact number of episodes Smoky Mountain Wrestling made. Did you do you, have you ever realized that? No. Which is technically not four years. It's a little bit less. Because four well, years would be what, two hundred and eight episodes, right? I suppose so. If you want to get technical uh, yeah, about it. If you want to be technical. Anyway. Yeah. We're still waiting on the next WPAN to come out as I'm talking to you. I, it hasn't escaped yet, I, I assume. It No, it hasn't. You've got me too busy. <laughs> I do have you busy. Um, <laughs> uh, Hopper is supposed to be here. He did not say he couldn't make it. Um, Doc is in the midst of, uh, he still has a hangover. His Arlington Renegades won the XFL title uh, this last weekend as of us recording this. So um, he has not been able to celebrate a Cowboys major win of any sort outside of a wild card playoff round in close to 30 years. So he is, uh, he's just drunk and off his ass, uh, celebrating his renegades. And he said, uh, you all could just stick it. Cause he's got some celebrating to do. And that happened on Saturday night. So here we are, you know, three, four days later and well, he's not healed up yet. So that's that. So I brought in the heavy hitter, Mike Crockett, and I'm glad to have him back on the show for, if you've been listening though, uh, or if you're a patron, Crockett's been on, three or four episodes recently no three three we did we've done three in the last uh, six weeks or so so uh you would know you've heard from crockett since then but it is good to have you back on the free feed crockett thank you man so the birthday episode we're going to talk about our favorite show moments no we don't do recap shows here we, no? we, we don't do no we don't talk about favorite show moments although you and i off air a second ago we're talking about hopper's rant from about three weeks ago two weeks ago 
when we got on to talking about wildlife and how nature is just a cruel bitch when it comes to animals killing each other and literally animals killing baby animals. And I was telling you uh, about how Hopper went on this rant about the zebra trying to drown the baby zebra and he had his hoof and paw or i guess it's a hoof not a paw it is he had his yeah. leg and he's pushing this poor baby zebra's head under the water and the, the worst part about this is about four days after we recorded that i didn't tell you this part he sends me the youtube video of it <laughs> and so i open it up i go jesus christ and Sure enough, the, the the damn zebra was trying to kill the baby zebra so he could, I guess, mate with the mother. Uh, boy, nature is cruel. So that's the favorite show moment that you have because it's the only one you can remember? It's the most recent one. Yeah. I, I also suppose that uh, Pillman, uh, we tied that into Pillman. We were like, you know, maybe that makes Pillman not such a bad guy, the fact that he would wink at kids in their cribs when he was, you know, having relations with the mother. And Hopper's on, so let me add him to the call. Um, so yeah, we've we've those are amongst many of the great moments. I mean, we also had Hopper on his Bigfoot rant, going off on the Bigfoot <laughs> believers, um, flat Earth. We've we've had some moments like that. None of these have anything to do with wrestling, but when Hardbody Hopper gets rolling, you just kind of let him do his thing. And there he is. What's up, man? Hey, nothing. Nothing. Hey, Doc. Doc hey. couldn't make it. Doc couldn't make it. Hopper. He's he uh, got pissy drunk celebrating his Arlington Renegades winning the world title of the XFL, and he's still inebriated and out for the count and said, "Screw the people." Uh, Crockett could do the show this week and maybe next too. That's nice. I thought he was doing surgery or something. Just a doctor. <laughs> the only thing he does surgery on is um, drinking beer because he's a drunkard. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know that though, but um, Harper, you know what you know what's special about this episode? What? It's our birthday episode. This is this is eight years. Oh, eight years! Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> well, you weren't on in the beginning, right, Harper? You came a little later. I came on. Yeah. I believe Harper started either late October or somewhere in November of 2015. So when did you officially start? At the end of May of 2015. God damn. Yeah, it was pretty bad too. It sucked. I bet y'all <laughs> did suck. Oh, I mean, it what was. What y'all talk about? Like Ring of Honor and and Sasha Banks, I'm sure. Yeah, Sasha Banks. I, I don't know. She wasn't on the main roster in in at no. that point, 2015. I don't think so. She might. She was in NXT. When when did? Look! Look! He's trying to be funny. I don't, dude. Sasha, something's wrong with her now. I don't know. I've seen <laughs> New Japan stuff. I'm. I'm not trying to like. No. I'm just going to stay like away from her. Hair. Her. I don't know loose. what the hell. I don't know what the hell is going on with her. But I'm just going to leave it at that. Whatever. But Crockett, you would have known. When did she leave Chaotic? Oh, thirteen, so maybe fourteen. No I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't think she was on the main roster of WWE by that point. In in early 2015, I mean, I well, think know, she was in NXT, but that's it. I saw Wow comes on Vice. Wow, like Women of Wrestling, that show. Yeah, was it really? On Vice. Yeah, I was like, on what's Vice. up, watch. I was like, Wow, what the fuck? And then I clicked on. I was like, it's on, it's on Vice. The bankrupt device. Yeah. 
That's real nice. Yeah. <laughs> As Doc said a week or two ago, he said, uh, oh, no, 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 no. When, when, when they file for bankruptcy, that just means they're just getting out of paying some bills. They'll be back. Don't worry. <laughs> you think? I mean, I, let's just see if it sticks around. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not an attorney, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna let that one go and see how it all plays out. You know what I mean? Hopefully, someone just buys them. It's not going nowhere, man. I don't know. I just really? can't see it. I don't know. They're still promoting Dark Side of the Rings. Going to keep playing. Look, yeah. I'm not a bankruptcy attorney. I don't know how this works. You know. Oh, by the way, Sasha Banks, July 13th, 2015. So it was that year, but a little later after the start of your show that she joined the main roster. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, she would have been in NXT at that point. Um, Yeah, so there was no Banks on that or or whatever her name was at the time. Just Mike Mills Uh, and Straight Lace Duck. That's that's it, man. (laughs) That's it. Somebody, who was it, sent me a a message one time said they went back and listened to some of the early episodes and oh, God. they were, they were like, there was no talk of shooting ropes and <laughs> all the other yeah. shenanigans Harper gets into. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, we were kind of straight laced back then. I don't know what the hell happened. We turned into pathetic old men. I think it was the Bigfoot story. No, it was well before that. Oh yeah. You were costing a sponsors long before Bigfoot. Oh Yeah. You used to have those little uh, local sponsors. Yeah, I'm still cool. I'm still cool with that dude. It was like a little toy store or something, wasn't it? Yeah, he's got like um all kind of old wrestling. Yeah, Yeah, a little collectible stuff. Yeah, I'm still cool with him. We're we're cool. There's no bad blood. Uh, He didn't he didn't drop off the face of the earth because of uh, your Bigfoot stories and other. Oh, (laughs) tough shit if he did. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, he no he's he's a good dude. He's he's a good dude. But yeah, man, uh, we are eight years in, and I don't know what we're doing at this point. We're just still steadily plugging along. Uh, we've gone through so many episodes of Saturday Night, so many episodes of Smoky Mountain, all kind of other mud show shenanigans as well. Um, Crockett asked me about best of. I, I don't know, Hopper. What are your? What are? You, what are, do you have any memories? I already mentioned your Bigfoot rant and your wildlife uh, rant with the zebra a couple weeks ago. But any other oh, yeah. classic moments? I don't know. I mean, just Smoky Mountain in general, bro. Yeah, I think about I Smoky to... Mountain when when uh, Jimmy Del Rey came out and was playing playing like he was blind. Remember that? <laughs> that was a good one. That was real good. We we've I don't know, man. We've covered so much stuff, man. It, it's hard to break down eight years and be like, oh, what's your favorite? I mean, it's a lot of it's been non wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it really has. Real. Remember that time that Harper couldn't deal with technology? Remember that time? <laughs> the multiple times, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Have or you the restarted time Doc your... <laughs> gave Ric Flair verbal blowjobs? Yeah, we've we've that's happened a few times, yeah. 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 Uh it ha- yeah. Boy. Fun times. Anyway, let me take care of some business before we get into this thing. Uh shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every month. And as basically the sponsors of this show. And shout out to uh JB. Thanks for signing back up on Patreon as a Hall of Fame Patreon member. Appreciate it very much. And since this is still our birthday month, if you sign up as an annual patron this month through the end of May. You will get two months free by saving 15%. So if you're currently month to month as a patron, you can go annual, not anal, annual, and get two free months. So whether you're an existing patron or you're not one at all, if you go annual, you'll get two months for free. 
Yeah. Anal's uh, usually a birthday gift, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Especially Michael? if it's, I mean, <laughs> as you told me one time, you know, if it's, if you're getting checked out for, you know, that, what do they, what do they call that? What's that test they give you up to poop shoot? What do you call that? Uh, uh, I don't know. Have y'all had that? What do they oh, call yeah. it? What do they probe you up to? I got to do it this year, I think. Colonoscopy? Yeah, that's what I want to look for. I was looking for the, yeah. Oh, by the way, Hopper, uh, Ian Riccoboni responded to your comment yeah, from, <laughs> did you see that? How awesome was that? What did I miss? I love it. I love it. Well, we were joking about how there's no way Hopper could be, you know, Hopper does commentary for Wildcat. And we were saying how, man, how great it would be, you know, if he would do commentary with Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman, which we think Ian and Caprice are like the gold standard these days in commentary, my personal opinion. And um, Ian is a listener of BTT and uh, a patron as well. And Doc and I just joked about how Hopper would show up late like he did tonight because that's what he always does. It's his gimmick. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. See, of course, like we discussed. (laughs) And... So Ian commented in the Facebook group and said, I'd love to have Chris Harper in the booth, but I know he'd outclass Caprice and I, so I got to hold him down. That's <laughs> so, right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but I think it would be hilarious because Harper would start talking about mutant ducks in Pontchartrain Park in New Orleans with the warts <laughs> all over him and numerous other things. And before you know it, uh, Caprice... I think Ian would go with it, but I think Caprice would look over like, what the hell <laughs> what is the wrong fuck? with this dude? Who is this dude? Who's he fucking? <laughs> he wouldn't say he wouldn't say the F word because he's a man of God, but he certainly would look at you like, where did they find this clown? <laughs> <laughs> Have you you've never met Caprice, right, Hopper? Uh-uh. Okay. I was curious. I, I mean I know who, him and the champ are friends, so that's that's why I asked that question. Um, all right, Crockett, I, I I had you listen to something. Harper doesn't know what I'm about to talk about, but I, I want to talk about something serious real quick. Um, last week or two weeks ago, depending on when you listen to this, Jim Ross and Conrad talked oh, about the God. dark side of Mid-South on Grillin' JR. And um, they brought up our uh, one of the most hated people, I think, in the wrestling business, Grizzly Smith. So, Crockett, I'm going to play a quick little sound clip but did you want to say anything before i play this clip that they uh that i sent you no just go for it all right here it is you mentioned him a few times grizzly smith um and and stories through dark side of the ring and whatnot have started to come out in recent years and of course most of our listeners are more familiar with his son jake the snake roberts but uh were there any redeeming qualities about Grizzly? I mean, all we've heard is the really dark stuff. Did you ever have a good experience at all with Grizz or was? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He wasn't always bad uh, to me. Right. Uh, I, I went around him a great deal. I remember, uh, after TV interviews a few times, he'd, he'd take me to lunch, which is unusual. Sounds mundane, normal, but in pro wrestling, you find that's not the way it is. It's just a different breed of cats, man. Uh, but that's about the size of it. Buying a meal. Do you, uh, um, I didn't like his booking. I didn't like his pointing me. At, he wanted me out. 
because he knew I had value and I was threatening and I was young. And so that's, that's kind of where I, I would leave it. But, uh, how he hung around there again, if Leroy had been had sight, if he had believed the right people, like his wife, then things would have been a lot different in that respect because it was so obvious, you know, we're just walk into a building and walk in not hand in hand, but side by side with two, you know, 12, 13 year old little girls. Oh God. And of course the boys are not going to say anything because he's booking and doing the payoffs. And then to give the report back to Leroy, he was, you know, allegedly Leroy's ear eyes and ears. I don't know how much he told Leroy. You know, he didn't tell him the whole truth. He couldn't tell him the whole truth. Right. So that's Do you think it was a, a don't ask, don't tell type situation where guys maybe suspected and assumed oh, that everybody was kind of afraid to ask. Some or, of them knew Conrad because they participated. Oh, it was, uh, it was just horrible. It was just horrible. And lucky for me, when the referee assignments came out, the booking sheet came out. I'm going to stop it right there. I, I didn't need this clarification. Or I didn't need to know this. Like, but this is Bill Watts had to know. I did, like, I've been trying to toe the line, like, man, you know, if you knew, you ought to be going to hell. If you didn't know, I mean, like, and you didn't say anything, go to hell. And I'm like, well, you know, they say Watts didn't know. And this one, bro, you, the more I hear about this nonsense, I don't know how these grown men did not know. So I, they, they all need to be burning in hell. The ones who are dead, the ones who ain't dead one day need to be burning in hell. This is some bullshit. And they're protecting their spot. That's why they didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's been just like I remember the first time I heard anything about Grizzly Smith was the uh, Beyond the Mat documentary. Was that the late 90s? Yeah. Talking about how, you know, how basically Jake Roberts was conceived and his his like interview talking about, well, she was uh, he was born out of love. Like, ugh. oh, my God. Oh, yeah. 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 He He's yeah. He's he's just creepy. The dude is just ugh. You hear Jake tell a story from a few years ago when he was on the most popular podcast in the world. I listened to it. And Jake said that he left his grandmother's room to go rape his mom. Let that settle in. I believe that's how he said it. So, <laughs> I just take issue because like, on Dark Side of the Ring, I, f- I saw a clip because I, I still haven't watched that whole episode of Baby Doll saying, "Well, you know, yeah, he had little girls with him. They, they called him Uncle Grizz or some some nonsense." She said, and I'm just thinking to myself, "Y'all, I, I can't help but believe y'all had to know that like that ain't normal for just some old dude to be driving around." My you daughter's some, 15. Like some rando kids. Bruh, 
I'm not letting my daughter ride around with nobody but my me, my wife, and my mother-in-law. Oh, my brother-in-law at this point. And I guess her brother because he's driving now. But she ain't getting in the car with nobody else driving around, especially touring South Louisiana from fucking wrestling territory. Like, tease, I get it, times were different. But the more I hear about it, and actually, I want to commend JR for something here because he really said so. He basically put himself on blast. He was like, you know, we saw him, you know, walking in with the little girls. So, like, he's kind of putting himself on blast without saying it. But I just, I, I, I'm at the point now where I'm like, oh, Watts knew. Like, I, I, I firmly believe Watts knew. I firmly, be, like, I feel like, I feel like everybody knew. And they just didn't want to lose their spot because, you know, what happens? You go to the authorities and now you're out of a job and you can't make a living wrestling. Yeah. I like in my mind, yeah. I, I think that's what happened. Yeah. They get blackballed. Yeah. I mean, even power. even guys not in like positions of power. I know like in the WWF, um, you know, the whole Terry Garvin and Mel Phillips thing. I was around the independence in the Northeast in the early nineties when Mel Phillips was kind of ousted for all the stuff he was doing. And he ended up showing up to indie shows that I was on. He they'd, they'd like rent his ring. He, so he was still around and like, there'd be, you know, teenage boys helping them put together the ring. Oh, shit. And yeah. It's just, it just made you feel slimy and uncomfortable and people just turned a blind eye to it. It's, I mean, it's not, just uh, relegated to Grizzly Smith. It was all over, and and it's just it's a seedy business. I don't know. It's, I mean, it gets cleaned up a bit now, but it's it's been a very seedy business that uh, had a lot of terrible people in it that did terrible things, and uh, a lot of people let them get away with it. Yeah. And he said, "What's his name? Was a pervert too." Who? Uh. Sweet tan or whatever. Sweet tan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard, I heard a little bit. I think I came in a little early on the uh, the clip you sent me. Uh, yeah. Mills and I heard some of the sweet tan stuff too. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, the sweet tan God, stuff. What a bunch of fucking predator, like slime ball predators, bro. Yeah, sweet tan was just as bad. Uh, Jr. He he told he tells a story about. I guess there's a mom and she's got a the, the her daughter with her or something. Uh, 14 years old or something like that. And sweet tan is next to Jr. And he goes, I'd like to make her purr. And he thought Jr. at first says, I thought he was talking about the mom, but he was talking about like the 14 year old. Yeah. Like, bruh, what the heck? Dude. Yeah. It's just like, like, uh, it was a sponsor, like a guy that owned like, like the local car dealership, and he came in with his wife and his daughter. That's what. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, these dudes are sick, man. Right, for real, dude. I mean, look, man, I, I know it's one of those things. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. Every industry has dirt bags in it. I mean, it's like anything in life, man. There's dirt bags everywhere, right? Um. But man, I I I just gotta keep saying it. If you protected that freaking animal when he was alive, you're as an enabler, you're just as guilty. Yeah, for real, bro. I mean, if you if you know a a friggin' fifty plus sixty year old man 
is assaulting a minor and you don't say anything. I, I get you don't want to lose your spot, but you're just as bad. You got like how you sleep at night. How do you sleep at night knowing this dude's manhandling little girls? Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just crazy, huh? It's pathetic. Just don't say anything. Yeah. Yeah, just don't say anything. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, 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 that'll that work. I don't know, bro. It, 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 it ain't much I get on my soapbox for, but that that's definitely one of them. That it, it, It's at the top of the list. Hmm. I mean, we can joke oh, and have birthday, fun guys. on the show. Yeah, happy birthday. We can joke and have fun on the show <laughs> yeah. about the uh, wildlife. Um, you know, we... <laughs> I think that's actually what I think corporate (laughs) that's what stemmed our discussion. We were talking about how like human beings are like cruel or something. Yeah. And then we were like, bro, wildlife is. By the way, I was telling Crockett, I watched that video you sent me. Yeah. Come on, bro. (laughs) The zebra was trying to kill the other zebra, the the baby zebra. He's fucking trying to drown his ass. I was like, Jesus. (sighs) You know why why zebras have stripes? Oh God! D- don't. No, do you? I'm, a, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. No, I, I'm afraid. I don't. I'm afraid uh, for the answer because uh, uh, predators are uh, colorblind. You know, like lions and leopards and cheetahs or whatever. So it's just they're uh, black and white stripes. So when a herd of them runs by, all they see is a black blur, and it makes it harder for them to zero in on just one of them. Hmm. See hmm. that? Y'all just learned something. You're welcome. <laughs> well, y'all want yeah. to know about animals? <laughs> well, I mean, you know the whole history of the Civil War. You know American history. You know, you know all kind of history. So tell us some more. No, I'm messing with you. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Yeah, because they can't see color, so they just see a big black and white blur <laughs> when a herd runs by. Yeah, but that that daddy zebra show is trying to. Oh, that motherfucker, huh? Dude, he was trying to drown that baby, man. I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ. What'd you say, Hopper? I used to feel sorry for you when the lions would chase you, but you know what? You're yeah, an asshole. That. I hope he eats yeah, you next time. Ah. Uh, all right, uh, Crockett, <laughs> do you want to you want to get anything before we get into this uh, week's uh, review portion of the show? No, let's do it. Yeah, let me get the uh, video version going. So first off, let me see my screen. That's the first part of it. Looks good. All right. Yep. So we are talking the first part of WCW Saturday Night on TVS from December 21st, 1991. The reason, again, as I said at the top of the show, the reason we're breaking it into two parts is because, Harper, this episode was two and a half hours long. Jesus. (laughs) That's a fucking (laughs) pay-per-view. That's what I told Doc. That's, that's exactly, why he's not here. Exactly. That's, you that's, exactly, that's exactly what I told Doc. Actually, he watched it already, but then his XFL Renegades won the strap and he couldn't continue. He just was like, I can't go no yeah. more. Two and a half hour episode of Saturday Night, which uh, we'd have ate it up when we were kids, but we ain't eating it up. Now. <laughs> Did you find out why? I didn't find out why it was two and a half hours. I I, I guess I could have looked and I'm sure someone out there will let us know. Yeah, Did somebody that, will let they, they'll DM Hardbody Hopper. 
<laughs> send it in the cornet. He'll get to it with all the millions of others he gets. Oh boy. You know what anyway, I just wondered what, what's that? If if uh during the Vietnam War, if anyone got drafted, that was a wrestler. I had to. I mean yeah, but then I mean what happens if you're like in an angle or they have or you're a champion and, and they and the draft <laughs> <laughs> But, I'm sure they. I'm sure they. I'm sure they <laughs> killed the angle pretty instantly, and uh, the person gave up the strap. But it is a good question because that, I mean, you just got to. No one brings up, and that's always been on my mind because they were scooping up everybody. But for fucking Vietnam, they didn't give a right. fuck. Right. Yeah. No. 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 You're right. They were scooping up. Like, I mean, if you were of age and yeah. considered healthy, you were getting drafted. And then, if if then I'm more think about, it, they got fucking work names and all kinds of different names, but that must have been a pain in the ass to track them down, especially if you're jumping from territory to territory. Well, I guess that's part of it too, because you imagine how much those guys change their addresses. Right. But you are supposed to, I mean, aren't you supposed to legally change your address when you move? Like you, you've given, you're, you you have like 30 days, but how many, <laughs> that's the other part. Right. How many territory wrestlers were following the rules? We were just talking about that with other things. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. My, uh, Mike, remember we were talking about on the last uh, patron show we did uh, about Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. He's, he's talked about uh, doing tours of Vietnam, but he actually never did. <laughs> well, and I think like. He's not the only one. What isn't it famous? Manny Fernandez lied about his military service too. Yeah, but his gimmick wasn't a fucking marine, though. See, it's okay. I agree with you, Hopper. Here's what I, here's my problem and what I get into when I start talking about these things with wrestlers. The wrestling business is already a work. So, if that was your gimmick, don't we kind of almost have to give you a pass? Yeah, because. Everybody technically in the wrestling business is lying about yeah. something because it's part of the work. I think the problem is, is back then when everything was so protected, you were always lying. I mean, there was no, you know, Kevin Von Erich's name wasn't Kevin Von Erich. They, that wasn't their real name. So uh, I, I think there's a line that, gets blurred and that's the problem when you start bringing wrestlers into it. Now I agree with you. Um, you know, that was his gimmick, Sergeant Slaughter's gimmick yeah. versus Manny. Manny's man. That wasn't his gimmick. I think he just lied about it. Um, but, but, uh, he was talking about this in radio interviews as of like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and not in like promo. No, he was promo. not, he's not cutting a promo with not me. And Jim. He was like, Right. Sitting in some radio, like on Opie and Anthony, I think, is one of the ones that he was uh, just talking about his time in Vietnam when he never served. Dude. That's just a, that's just an old dude who doesn't understand the Internet's a thing, and people can look that shit up at that point. That That's what that is. I mean, man, old, old folks don't get that. G.I. Joe character either. <laughs> What'd you say, Hopper? He wasn't really a G.I. Joe character either. Well, they put him on the he show. Was. He was on the, the cartoon. Yeah. For, yeah, he had a run. Yeah, but... Yeah. Well, small he wasn't run. in G.I. Joe fighting Cobra Commander. Oh, that, <laughs> I guess not. Well, yeah. I had a so technical figure from him, bro. And I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm so fucking pissed, bro. <laughs> don't know what happened to it. 
it was about a year or so after Katrina, they had a G.I. Joe convention downtown, and I went just to see Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> and, and you could they had this exclusive G.I. Joe Con Sergeant Slaughter figure, and he autographed it for me. He says, at ease, Chris, yo, Joe. And I don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened to it, bro. I'm so fucking pissed. It's like two or three apartments ago, huh? Yeah, I do. I don't know, from my mom's house to here and there. Yeah, dude. I'm so fucking pissed off. Oh, I'm seeing here, guys. There is one uh, wrestler who served in Vietnam um, that you guys will be very familiar with. According to this, it's WWE.com. Dutch Mantel, Vietnam vet. Yeah. You think that uh, Corporal Kurowski guy served in Vietnam? Corporal who? Where the fuck his name was? Kirshner? Yeah. Kirshner? Whatever. Yeah. You just combined Kowalski and Kirshner. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, I have no idea. No idea. I mean, it's a good question because, like, because I guess the question. Sergeant Slaughter when he left. You had, you'd have to phrase it to Cornette like this. During the Vietnam War, when guys were being drafted, do you know of any prominent guys in the territories who got drafted in the middle of big runs or major angles because of course there are people who were drafted but if it's just some joe blow schmo you know that's no big deal but if you got somebody who's not even on top but mid card and you know like i'm gonna think of mid-south you know i'm not saying these guys were you know got drafted or didn't but you know you got the at a time they hit the louisiana title or the mississippi title guys who would have held those titles you know back in the day you know and that, that's just an example you know well hey were they you know were guys like that drafted i, I guess that's the the question you'd want to i mean know. you got a direct line bro i don't know man i tried to contact him this week and um he ain't responded yet so oh you see luck because you're a loser yeah. Well, no, it's because of you talking about eating ass on the podcast instead of pro wrestling. That's where. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm blaming you. Doesn't help. Speaking of, speaking of wrestling, let's get back to December 21st, 1991. Barry Windham has an announcement he has to make about the uh, Lethal Lottery Battle Bowl and Starcade that is coming up in um, just a week and a, a week and a day away. At this point, is uh, Starcade. So let's listen to what Barry's got to say at the top of this week's show. Gentlemen, I'd like to bring out a man from Sweetwater, Texas, Big Barry Windham, here at center stage. Now, unfortunately, fans, Barry will be unable to compete at Starcade just about a week away. But, Barry, I know you're going to be in Norfolk at the Scope. And what are your thoughts about this very unique pay-per-view event? Well, Jim, first of all, I think everybody knows that I'm not going to be able to participate this particular time because the hand hasn't healed. But I'll tell you what I'm interested in. I'm interested in the matchups. That particular night because any two men can be partners now Arn Anderson could be partners with Dustin Rhodes he could be partners with Rick Steamboat and I have particular interest in whatever happens there and then the tag team has to win to continue on to go to Battle Bowl at the end and I'll tell you what there's been nothing ever like this in professional wrestling history or at WCW it's going to be something it's going to make history is what it's going to make they have to win their tag team matchup. But once they get to Battle Bowl, Barry, it's every man for himself in two rings. That's exactly right. And that's why I'm going to watch it so closely. Because once they make it to the Battle Bowl, every man is for himself. And it doesn't matter who your tag team partner was before. 
because the winner walks out of there with his hand up and everybody else is a loser. Fans, we'll talk more about Starcade exclusively on pay-per-view. But right now, let's go back up to Rhubarb Jones. All right, so uh, Barry can't participate in this upcoming great pay-per-view. Bummer. Crockett, any thoughts on that promo before I rip this next segment to shreds? Come on. Crockett, did I lose you? All right. Sorry, I muted myself. Oh, oh, shit. There he is. See, he was Fuck. smart. <laughs> he, was, he was trying to get out of here. <laughs> oh my god, that point that promo was just pointless. What does this show become? Um it's not like the studio w. days, that's for sure. Yeah, dude. Fuck a bat on a bowl. <laughs> the, the promo was I, I ain't got a problem with the promo. I got a problem with Battle Bowl. And if Doc ain't back from his drunken stupor by then, we're gonna have to uh, carry Crocker through that one before he goes to sleep on that nonsense. No, no, no. I I heard I, I heard later on they talk about Ten tag team matches. Oh my god! Holy fuck! No, I'm, I'm, I'm no. I'm not available. Whenever you're recording that, I'm not available. Ten tag team wrestlers. So that's what twenty men, right? It's a disaster. Not even. Hey, even Chris Zoncha doesn't like it. It sounds. That's. Oh god! For what? (laughs) Twenty wrestlers. Twenty teams. Ten matches. And so what do you win? Like, what's the what's the point of doing this shit? <laughs> exactly. So each, exactly. Each wrestler, I haven't watched it in forever, but each wrestler, it like if you if you win if your team wins, you advance to Battle Bowl. So the the object is for you to get along with your teammates so that you don't get eliminated, so that you can win the Battle Bowl at the end. And what so do you get in the end? Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, is it like the Crockett Cup or, or what the? No, I think well, at, at one point it was a, it was a ring, like a literal like ring right. for your finger. No, no, I don't no. even think that happened. I the remember first year. that it was like a big Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't I don't want to give it away. Well, then don't give it away. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to give it away. You know, I don't want to give it. This happened thirty plus fucking years ago. <laughs> No spoilers. The, the fucking no spoilers, bro. Was still up when this shit aired. <laughs> Not giving it away. Hey, Faye, brother. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, um, well, it sounds like Harper's got nothing on Barry's promo. He's no. mad about Battle Bowl, and it's going to be worse. Just, it's so bad. Oh, my God. Like I said, even Chris Zoncha, who at first said he liked it. I don't think he likes it now, though. He's on our side. Let's keep going because my notes on this one is pathetic. Van Hammer is taking on Zan Panzer. I am so tired of Van Hammer. I just can't do it anymore. The only important thing that came out of this match was JR mentions that Starcade will be on closed circuit TV at the Georgia Mountain Center. So if your cable company isn't carrying the pay-per-view and you're in the area, come on down to the Georgia Mountain Center. You can watch Starcade there. I wonder uh, how many uh, people showed up for that. I mean, I don't know how many showed up, but, you know, I mean, could fit a couple thousand people in the Georgia Mountain Center. Um, yeah, well, I'll have to look to see how many showed up. What do you have from this match, Crockett? I can't, this, this dude irritates me to no end. Well, this one's Van versus Zan, right? Yeah. 
Zan looks like a Mega Man villain. <laughs> like, like he's Cut Man or Rock Man or something. <laughs> it's very generic Batman. 1990s is what it is. It's very generic. Uh, Van Hammer is going to hit the slingshot suplex and he wins and uh, put me to sleep. That's uh, all I got. Harper, I forgot something until recently. Somebody messaged me and said, if y'all are tired of one hair metal guy, what are you going to do when the next one gets there? Oh, well, and they reminded me who's who's coming next year. JT, right? Who? <laughs> JT Southern. I don't know who the fuck that is. Okay, well, uh, it'll be more more promos for you to cut then come next yeah. year. <laughs> I, I think I mentioned this like when I was on last. Like, he comes in and he he can actually play the guitar and he's the heel and he's and he's putting over how Van Hammer can't play. Oh my yes. god! Yes, yes. We got we we got some time, but it's but it's gonna happen. I'm at WWE. Well, F had some guy like in the mid nineties. He was like Man, a fat rock. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like the red hair. He he played like the WWF guitar. Yeah, it's Max Payne. No, who hasn't started in? He's not here yet, right in WCW. But yeah, no, he's, no, he's not. It was a big fat dude. Yeah, it was Max Payne. He, he yeah, I think that's who you're thinking of. WWF later as Man Mountain Rock. Was it Max Payne? Was jacked, wasn't he? No. no. Yo, you think about He's Max like a, Muscle, I think. Oh. Yeah, you yeah, Max Payne was a, like, yeah, a guy in a t-shirt, long hair. Okay. Yeah, you're going to see Max Payne. We've actually watched him in a match against the Oh man, who did we watch him in a match against? Um Oh yeah, there he is. Yeah, we you you've seen him before. We haven't. He hasn't. He isn't here yet in the timeline we're in. But we've watched some stuff with him and Cactus, and it, it was uh, against the uh, God. What tag team was it? Nasty Boys. Yeah. It and it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. But Van Hammer wins, and yes, we'll have him and JT Southern feuding in another four months. Jesus Lord, help us. I guess you do. Thanks the whole for that Millie, reminder. The whole Millie Vanilli thing. That guy's lip syncing. <laughs> Which guy? Max, uh, what? Van Hammer. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. All right, let's continue because um, we need to hear from Cactus Jack and Abdullah now regarding what's going on in their world. Here that is. I'm going to be speaking with Cactus Jack. And uh, I understand Abdullah the Butcher will be here as well. Now, these two men not only will be in the Omni on Christmas night, but they're also going to be two of the 40 men involved at Starcade exclusively on pay-per-view. And through the lethal lottery, these two gentlemen could be on opposite sides, Cactus. That's okay. That's okay. Think back, if you will. Think back, if you will, to when Cactus Jack and Abdullah the Butcher made their merry way into WCW. The plan was real simple, to cause as much human misery as was possible. And look what happened. Look what happened. Careers ended. Bones broke. 
and tears were shed. But now we're looking at Starcade, aren't we? And the objective is a little bit different. It's called winning. It's called winning. And you want to know what happens if Sting's my partner or if Van Hammer's my partner? Well, the answer is simple. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Stinger, if you want to be a little jack time, maybe I'll paint my face. Van Hammer, if you want to be my partner, maybe I'll carry guitar. Or maybe we'll make you real simple and you can be like me and you'll show up at Starcade with some guts. <laughs> the objective is winning. So from now on, Jim Ross and all you people around the world, don't you dare call us animals. And don't you call us psychopaths. From now on, just call us the Battle Bowl winners. <laughs> just call us the winners. All right, thank you very much for dropping by. Hey. Well, fans, while they finish playing, uh, we'll go back up to Rhubarb Jones. All right. Um, this is why this episode is two and a half hours. You're going to get more of this. So, Crockett, any thoughts on this here? I mean, it's fine. Cactus is pretty good. Uh, I like the, uh, the whole thing. Maybe I'll paint my face. Maybe I'll carry a guitar. Maybe you show up and look like me and have some guts. I like I, I mean, it's good for what it was. I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck Michael. Yeah. Abby's, Abdullah's chewing on the microphone cord. At least he wasn't chewing on JR, I guess. Uh, and Harper doesn't sound like he liked that at all. This is rough. Uh, well, we're only 13 minutes in. Now you, now you see why I said we're not doing two and a half hours of it? All right. Well, we go from that to Big Josh versus Chuck Coates, and Big Josh wins with his finisher and pick uh, pins Coates. I, they only went like two minutes or so. I didn't really have much from it. Crockett, did you? Well, his opponent, Chuck Coates, looks like Lance Storm on the Super Size Me diet. Oh, yeah, he does. He's huh? <laughs> like this. Yeah. Got similar, like the red and white tights and the, the flat top. It's like a fatter version of Lance Storm. Well, he's not fat, but I, I do agree he's well, yeah, a little yeah, bit thicker, more thick. Shape, yeah. yeah. A little pudgier. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, got some thickness to him, but he does look like uh, he could be related to Storm in our uh, 420 definition, I guess is uh, what it is. Or. Was it 480 back then? I said 420. Yeah, that's something else. Yeah, that's something else. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, also, Big Josh before the match stopped by. There's a fan. like I think it's the only fan in history that has a Big Josh t-shirt. Yeah, and I was yeah, wondering the same point thing. That. You think that fucking black kid spent his own money on that damn... Like that black kid's like going by the souvenirs day. And he was like, you know what I got to get? A Big Josh t-shirt, bro. Yeah. No, he yeah. he he didn't spend. No, that was given to him by somebody in the hallways, I hope so. in center stage. That that kid, I guarantee you, was not uh, did not go and ask his mom. First off, if he did, his mom would be like, "I ain't buying that shit." I ain't buying that shit. <laughs> yeah, I got a big so, Josh shirt at the house. Just 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 spray paint Big Josh on it. <laughs> right. Or maybe he was thinking like fourth dimensionally, and just thinking like, if I buy the shirt, I'm essentially guaranteed to get on tv there you go they made to make sure to maybe. point that out <laughs> maybe but uh yeah i, I don't know I'm, I'm not i don't know 
Uh, we continue, though, after Big Josh wins, and we go to Eric Bischoff of the WCW Magazine. He talks about the different combinations that we will see at Starcade in the Lethal Lottery because, of course, they're going to pull names out of this uh, almost like a bingo thing type hopper. And those folks will then have to tag against two other people who were had their names pulled. So uh, he just said, that's going to be very interesting to see all those different combinations. And then they throw to a replay of Steamboat and Eaton from last week. Uh, followed by Austin versus Arachnaman from last week as well. Uh, Crockett, uh, do you have anything from this segment? No, not much. I mean, just Eric Bischoff just trying to make something out of this lethal lottery concept. He really is. I mean, I don't blame him. It's not on him, but yeah, he really was just trying to do something with it, and there's nothing there. Yeah. All right, we continue. We go to Cactus Jack and Abdullah the Butcher versus Scott Allen and Rick Ryder. Um, <laughs> man, this is a um, beatdown. This, <laughs> this match, they sent Allen and Ryder out there to be part of a potential homicide, as you saw it get started. <laughs> Did you see? Cactus gets in the ring. And look, if you're not a patron, you got to become one. TinyURL.com slash Patreon BTT. Cactus gets in the ring and... I can't remember which one this is, Allen or Ryder. He immediately goes at him, and they flip over the top rope as soon as he gets in. Um, Again, it's just, uh, this is a potential homicide. Cactus starts the match. He hits him. They go over the top. This is just a beatdown. Abdullah's got his cane with the witch doctor skull on it, I guess, and he hits the guy that Cactus has on the outside. This is just assault. They are just destroying these two. What did you have from this, Crockett, as this beatdown goes on for probably about four or five minutes? Yeah, Is there a worse assignment to get at this time in WCW than to be opposite these two guys? No. <laughs> like, you see their names on the board, just, like, run the other direction? Um, I, You know, given a choice, I would want Cactus, because although I know he kind of does some crazy stuff, I don't think he's, like, dangerous or anything. No, yeah. Um, with Abdullah, I just wouldn't trust him. I've heard too many stories um, and seen too much from him that I just couldn't trust him. So, you know, I I would have to hard pass on that. But Cactus, you know, I think Cactus is, I don't, let me ask you this, Crockett. Do you, I don't think Cactus is reckless. Do you think he's reckless? No, no, he's he's not reckless. It's just, yeah, I mean, he's, he's willing to put himself through, (laughs) through the ringer. So he, he'll, he'll definitely connect with his shots and he'll definitely bounce you around a little bit, but he's not, no, he's not going to hurt you intentionally. Yeah. I don't think he's going to purposely do anything. dangerous. I have, I have a timestamp though. I wanted to, uh, what you got? 3440. What the hell are these two trying to accomplish here at 3440? All right. So they've got the guy in the, I don't know what that was. I don't know. What they, the they, they, again. they tried again. I think they're trying that... to uh, drop his neck on a rope. But but he's facing Cactus with his back to the ropes. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know what that was. They tried twice, but still yeah. nothing. <laughs> now, that was kind of funny. Cactus has the guy lifted up, and Abdullah just charges, and they sandwich him. And that's a big bad. <laughs> what the? I've never seen that move before either, Crockett. And, yeah. and then Cactus throws him down like, ah, piss on you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, the finish here is is something. 
Abdullah's going to hit this guy with one of his big mud flaps with the elbow. <laughs> Come on. What? His titty's just hanging, bro. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here comes the mud flap. See, like, here it is. Bloop. That titty right in the... F- <laughs> oh, my God. One, two, three. They just... And then they torment the other guy after. They beat his ass some more. Um, these guys just got the shit beat out of them. There's no other way to put it. Beat down and it's over. Uh, any other thoughts, Crockett? No, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just uh, a mess. Yeah. It is what it is, huh? All right, Jim Ross, we go to commercial, come back. Jim Ross throws to a match with Sting versus John Peterson, and uh, Sting is going to defeat Peterson with the Scorpion Deathlock. Did you have anything from that one, Crockett? No, but, like, JR throws it. This is, like, on Worldwide, I guess, or something like that. And yeah, it's on another So show. he throws to it saying that, oh, there's a, a, you know, Rick Rude and Sting got into it after uh, Sting's match at this, and on Worldwide. And then they go and show the entire match because, you know, obviously they have two and a half hours to fill this week. So they show the right. whole match before we get right. to the uh, the attack. Yeah. Look, look at this guy. I did have this note. Watch this guy's kicks on Sting. Now, the first right. one was fine, but then he's, but then watch. <laughs> Last one is a little, <laughs> it's a little weak. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then Sting starts kicking him back. But you're right. They go to the match. They play the whole thing. Sting is going to win. And then I'm going to get to the timestamp here in a second because then we're going to get to the business that needs to be done here in this match, which is um, rude. Here, let me just. Uh, I don't want to play it right here yet. I got to go a little bit more. Um, we're going to have Sting. We're going to have Rude cutting a promo. Here it is. Let me play from here. can withstand the punishment of the Scorpion Deathlock, and Sting, as the fans I'm sure will agree, will get the U.S. title back on one day. I don't have to withstand the Scorpion Deathlock because Sting can't put it on me. Sting, you look mighty impressive today, but you weren't so impressive Halloween Havoc. Oh, hey, Ravishing You were beaten by a better man. And now he walks around trying to lie to everybody okay. and say I picked on Wounded We've Sting. We've all heard enough. Hey, hey, yeah, I'm talking to you, Ravishing Rick. Hey, you shut up. It's my time, Sting. You ain't the oh. champion. I am. Now, that's, that's no way to be. I just got two words for you. Come here, pal. <laughs> I guess that was three. Come on in. There's a challenge right there. Today's just as good as any and day. Paul, trying to keep Rude back, but Rude's going to the ring. Paulie dangerously, frantically trying to keep Rude from going to the ring. Rude is so competitive, he is a phenomenal athlete and dangerously knows this is not the time or place. Sting is healthy, he is ready. Lean to the crowd, Rick. This time. And Rude from, oh, Rude from behind, going for the knee again. Rude going for the knee with tremendous kicks. Sting now. What a right hand. Sends him for the ride. Oh, my. What elevation by the Stinger on the United States Heavyweight Champion. Sting now. Will he get the score? 
break it. Dangerously on Sting's back, but the pressure is on Rue's legs. Wally trying to get it off his meal. Paul's leg in danger. Big snap right here. The Scorpion Deathlock is locked in. There's five people, all the athletes. There's, there's 20 people trying to pull Sting off a of route in this Scorpion Deathlock. Look at this. Being news out there. I was actually hoping Doc was going to be here for this show because I thought Sting got a really, really good reaction. And you can hear the fans. I mean, they're screaming for him when he screams and howls and does his thing. The fans are into it. Uh, they made Sting look like he was the strongest human being on earth, like he was King Kong. 20 guys could not get Sting off of Rick Rude in that Scorpion Deathlock. <laughs> Crockett, what do you think about this? I thought this was awesome. It was yeah. so so perfect. Rick Rude says in the promo, like, he's not even going to be able to let the Scorpion Deathlock on me. Forget about, you know, yeah. will it be able to withstand it? He won't get it on me. And then he gets in the ring. He gets it on him. So you see that, you know, Sting can get the Scorpion Deathlock on him. And, and it was it was awesome. The, pot, the way Polly kind of, they pull Polly up and the, the fans go crazy when Sting Paul pulls Polly up. And then Rude attacks him from behind. And then Rude gets... Gets a hit when he comes off the top rope and he's in the Scorpion Deathlock. And the way Polly is like grabbing at, at Stink's hair, <laughs> trying to pull him off, but it's not happening. And he's only doing more damage to Rick Rude. It, it, it was it was just a great angle. If they bring in the, the athletes, the the job guys, and then Big right. Josh, the the, uh, the baby faces come in. Big Josh, Zima. Big Josh hits all the hits all the job guys with the freaking uh, the axe handle. And then for some reason he hits him off the axe handle, and then he comes in and, and he's trying to help get Sting off of Rick Rude. Like, why is he hitting these guys with the axe handle? He needs their help. But no, all, just a tremendous. I, I really, really like this. Well, and I was trying to see too if Big Josh, when he did that, this is what had me laughing. I got, I'm playing it back on the video version. You see him hit the guys. I was like, is he sticking a stick in between Sting and Rude and trying to pry him off? Because I think he does. <laughs> I think it almost looks like he did, and he like it, it almost looks like kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's funny because like PN News is out there too, and all the the over and over baby faces, I guess I'll call them, are out there. It was done well because it, it made it look like Sting was going to be dumb and get bamboozled by Paul, but then Sting ends up coming back and really gets his comeuppance. And it, I mean, if you tie this back into the clash, Sting lost the title. At the, he said, Rude said Halloween Havoc, but it happened at the Clash. 
Sting loses the title there. Um, it, they really tied it into that well because it was like Sting didn't win a title here, but he got his comeuppance. And I think that's what a, that was the ultimate goal of it. And yeah, you always wanted to see the baby face. If, if a baby face is constantly emasculated, you never have a reason to root for him. Well, in this case, they kind of gave him something here without giving him a, a quote unquote one, two, three victory. So I, I thought it was great too. I wish Doc would have been here because I wanted to see him try to make excuses and do mental gymnastics to not give Sting credit. Harper, what'd you think? He went to go take a dump, of course. You know, everything. <laughs> Apparently so. Wait, wait. When 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 uh when uh Pauly got on his back, I was waiting for him to stand up and have him, you know, on his back. <laughs> so he'd had Rude in a standing um I, I don't even know how he, if he could have done that. There's no way because Rude's not yeah, he couldn't have did that, but that would have been funny. If no, he, it's really if he like he was gonna let go and then just stand up with uh Paulie on his back. Oh, I got you. It did look funny though, because yeah, yeah, when right you there. watch Paul, when you watch Paul, Paul's like to to the point Crockett made. Paul jumps on Sting's back and he's like trying to pull him off, <laughs> and he's, he's, he's I don't know what he's doing. He like goes for a sleeper and then he starts pulling Sting's hair, which Sting doesn't have much hair because he's got a crew cut. <laughs> and Paul's screaming. He's like, "Where's everybody at?" <laughs> that was, that was funny. It this was this was it was really good. And again, I wish Doc would have been here because I wanted to see him do mental gymnastics. You know what I was like, waiting for too when all the guys were surrounding him. I was waiting for like the 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 giant roar spot, like the old like Big Show giant, where he just go run and all the guys would fly off of him. I was waiting for that too. Didn't happen. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That would have been funny too. Oh man, it was good stuff though. Uh, good stuff here. Anyway, all right. So they go from that to commercial, and I, again, I I thought it was a really good little angle that they did right there. We go to commercial, we come back, and we go to Bobby Eaton versus Ricky Nelson. And, you know, as you can see, we aren't getting too much in these enhancement uh, in these matches this week. Um, they've kind of, I guess, packed it in and on our way to Starcade, as we say that. So Bobby Eaton's taking on Ricky Nelson, and um, Eaton's going to make pretty quick work of Nelson. He hits him with the Alabama jam after he hit him with a neck breaker. After the match, Medusa just, <laughs> just kicks Nelson and... She and Bobby head to the back. Uh, Crockett, any thoughts on this with Medusa out there with her Los Angeles Raiders gear on? Yeah, I was going to say Medusa dressed like Easy e for this match. She really <laughs> is. I can't tell. I guess that's just black shorts she has on, but uh, Medusa is dressed differently this week. There's a good spot at 5318 that I, that I liked. Um, he's uh, coming in from the outside, Ricky Nelson there. All right, so we're at fifty three ten. It looks like he's going to make a, a little comeback on Eaton here. Oh yeah, the gut spot. What is he going to do sunset flip? But Eaton says, "Nah, bro, <laughs> yeah. that was cool. <laughs> this is a variation on on like it's a good little spot to." Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah, because you you really do expect, and everybody watching that that watches wrestling expects a sunset flip. Like, cause that's the thing, you know, you hit the gut when you're coming in, the guy bends down so you right. can get over that top rope and you sunset flipping, but Eaton's like, nah, bro, pop, you're done. It did look good. And he took a nice bump on it too. Uh, what else, Crockett? Anything? I think, that, well, oh, I, love, I love, I don't know. This is just a thing in general that I like, but Bobby Eaton did it too. A, a clap before a clothesline. I don't know why that was a big thing in like the eighties and early nineties. You clap before you hit a guy with a clothesline. I don't know. Eaton does it here. And 
I don't know. It's something I always, I didn't, didn't really make sense, but I enjoyed it for some reason. Well, depending on who trained you and who your trainer was, some trainers would say you were letting the guy know what was coming. Oh yeah. That was this, that was the thing. I, I, depend, again, it would depend on, I've, I've heard guys say, well, you know, it's kind of like a cue. Like, okay. To clap. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I've seen guys do that with arm drags. They clap right before right. they're about to get yeah, an arm yeah. drag. Not all guys, but I've seen guys do that. And it's like, I don't know. It just depends who taught you, who trained you. Um, You know, I always laugh at wrestling trainers because, not that I laugh at them. I mean, there are a lot of good ones. There are also a lot of bad ones. But it truly, every guy kind of has their own style. And just because you learn something at one school doesn't mean you wouldn't be taught a different way, although still the right way at another. All right. But Eaton wins, Alabama Jam, and then um, I'm waiting for Medusa. Medusa just loves coming in the ring afterwards. Medusa has Reebok pumps on too, Hopper. I think I just <laughs> noticed that. Right, you know they still make those, huh? Really? They got, yeah, dude, they got like a Shaq. Apparently, I know Shaq still has a deal with Reebok, and there's like a Shaq uh, one that had, it's the Orlando Magic Colors. Oh, God. And I, and I was at, uh, was it a Burlington? I was uh, to get like a cheap pair of uh, tennis shoes for the shoe job. They had Reebok pumps in there. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, please have thirteens, please have thirteens, please have thirteens. They're like fifty bucks. I was like, ah, yeah, fuck it, bro. If they got these in thirteens, I'm buying these bitches. They didn't have them. The fuck I remember who that was. Who who was? That was Paul Rudd in that Super Nintendo commercial. Where? Who? Yeah, look. Go back. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? Paul Rudd. (laughs) Ant-Man. Yeah. That's some shit. It's a Zelda commercial. Well, no, it's a Super Nintendo. They were just showing Zelda. Um, Damn. So they had they, those things have fallen off. Then man, you used to pay a hundred bucks for those in the nineties. Oh yeah, bro, they, bro, they still got them, dude. They sell them at Journeys. Had me fooled. Yeah, I, I had a seen, pair of those. Was using them, but now at one oh, point, yeah, the whole true, retro yeah. thing. Yeah, I had a pair, and probably around this time frame, I used like all my birthday money one year for the damn. damn shoes. Yeah, Look, I remember. Can you imagine with a shit, bro. Yeah, you turn like 16 and you, you you get just enough money to scrape up to get a pair of shoes and you go spend it all on that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Story of a teenager. Jesus, man. Boy, we used to waste some money on dumb shit. For real. All right. Well, let's keep moving. Um, They showed several clips of Jushin Thunder Liger leading up to his upcoming appearance in WCW. And we've seen him now for several weeks, too, on the show's. Uh, wrestling against um, Benoit or Pegasus Kid. Uh, we then go to the final match that we're going to cover in the first half of this show, which oh, is Arachnaman versus Bob Cook. As you can see, the, 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 the matches in this week's episode, let's just say they're not really hitting on much. No. But uh, there's Mr. Peanut for you, Hopper. I know you couldn't <laughs> wait to see him. That's why I'm going back to it. Ha- Crockett, I know you haven't been with us. Hopper says Arachnaman, the, the 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 head looks like the Mr. Peanut on the the peanut can. It's perfect. And he's got a point. 
<laughs> and perfect. then it's perfect. And then he sent me a picture, and I I didn't realize this till he sent me the picture. He sent me a picture of a bag of Lay's from like the late eighties or early nineties, and it looks like that also. I heard him talking the about that. Print. I haven't seen the picture of the. Oh yeah, he looks just like a Lay's bag of chips for the eighties. Yeah, he really does. So, and now he's about to shoot his jizz out of his wrist right here. Here comes Hopper. Oh, uh, he just yeah, exploded. Wow. Oh, I see the lace. <laughs> okay. Yeah. God. <laughs> so anyway, I had to go back to the entrance because that's the best part of this match. Arachnaman versus Bob Cook. Boy, this thing got a good bit of time, like seven minutes, eight Damn, minutes. bro. Uh, yeah. They're just running out the clock trying to get to Starcade, <laughs> man. That's all that's happening here. There's nothing that happens on this show. They had yeah. to go to a they had to go to another show to put something important in it, which was stinging rude. Yeah, lots of special highlight packages and in-depth looks in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah real, man. Huh? Next week will be the same thing. But um oh, Crockett, Did you have anything from Arachnaman and Bob Cook in this five star Mac classic? Dave Meltzer would have given his six stars if it would have been at the Tokyo Dome. I did say I did have written down here the man from Web City took Cook to Armbar City because that's just armbars all all night long here. <laughs> uh. Brad was in the bag was like yeah brother we got eight minutes uh, just grab a hold you know. Just, uh, oh I got you know, I got yeah. a timestamp I really enjoyed this. It's one eleven ten. The noise see. that Cook makes as he hits the buckle chest first is tremendous. All right, let me um one eleven ten right. Yeah, you let need, me get some. Let me get some audio on this. this. Here it is. Hold on, let me turn it up as much as I can get it. All right, here we go. Moments of that matchup. There's a lot of fireworks in that one. Right hand by Cook. A lot of authority and a velocity there. Irish whips the mass man in. But very quickly, he moved out of the way. <laughs> what the hell was that? Oh. He like screamed like a bitch. What <laughs> was that about? I don't know. That was damn. Okay. Wind right out of him. <laughs> I I don't even know what he sounded like. He just sounded kind of funny. And and, and Crockett is right. It, it is Armbar City and uh, Grab a Hold City for damn sure. Fuck that. Yeah. The spider on the well, top of his head is just dumb. Why is it on top of his head? That's a spider on the top? I didn't yeah, even... Oh, you didn't know that? No, I, oh, I now I see it. I th- oh no, no, God. I don't... Yeah, that's oh, not no, a spider. You know, I, didn't, I didn't notice it until this match. No, that's Brad's hair. I think it's just a... No, it's, no, they, just... they focus in on it at one point when he's doing one of his many rest holds. Look, look. I don't think that's a spider, man. It is, dude. Spider, bro. It's... Okay. I it's thought that... I thought... I thought the string just came to like a knot at the top and he like, you know, closed it and then tucked the string in. No. Are you no, sure? Bro. That don't look like a spider to me. It's, it's a spider, man. Like spider, spider, man. Like a toy. Jesus Christ. Is this what we're doing here? We got Brad with a spider on the top of his head. <laughs> I mean, I already knew he was a arachna man, but now he's got a spider on the top of his head. I hope he gets sprayed with a can of Raid. <laughs> Yeah, it is a spider because I see the legs right there. Oh, I guess Jesus. it's legs. I need a I need a like a close up of the top. Like, yeah, they, like they, a, they do they do zoom in on it at one point. I forget what he's. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Right here. Oh my god, that, that's a spider. They okay. zoom in on it more. Wow. 
Oh my god. Poor bastard. That it, it was a spider. It was a spider. Yep. See? Oh, oh god. god. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. How did I not realize that? I thought <laughs> I thought it was just the I thought it was literally a circle at the top with a drawstring and he pulled it tight and then he tucked it into like the mask. I can't explain. That's what I thought. Is that what you thought it was, Harper? Yes. Wow. Oh, man. Maybe they just added that. <laughs> Dude, I can see Javorski pausing it right here and just shooting a load at that <laughs> spider. Because that's what that idiot would do. Oh, I can already hear him. Oh, it ain't that bad. It's fine. It's fine. Wow. All right. This is terrible, man. Crockett, why'd you point this out? <laughs> Come on. It's so bad. Jesus. Oh, my God. All right. What well, an awful costume. Like, I don't know how Marvel like decided. That, I don't know how they had a case. This looks nothing like Spider-Man. Well, the story is Heard had anticipated getting the relationship with Marvel. So they went, they did this before, I guess, they were supposed to. And then Marvel was like, oh, no, no, bro. This, no. They got one six. look at it and said, no way. No. I guess. I mean, he's, it's pur he's purple and yellow, but I mean, it's obvious. At the same time, it's not an obvious Spider-Man ripoff, but then it is. Like right now, if that was red and blue, then yeah, you know what the fuck. Right, but it's purple and yellow, so it's like, well, wait. But obviously, it is. I mean, just look; it's just so bad. Yeah, bro. Brian Armstrong had to be like, "How much y'all want to pay me?" All right, whatever. Yeah. Ugh. I, I uh, thanks for the visual tonight. And then when he does, the, when Brad does the thing where he goes around him like he's a spider, yeah. Before he puts him in the abdominal stretch into a uh, pin, Jesus. Fuck. One, two, three. Arachna man for the win, and that's how this week's episode wraps up. So we're not going to give out a Rolex this week because we still got to watch the second half next week. Oh, thank um, God! I thought we we're going to watch all this shit. <laughs> no, oh. no, we breaking it into two, man. You thought Jesus. I was going to torture you like that? You yeah, because I'm looking at us like, bro, it's like 9 o'clock. We got like an hour left. No, no, no. That was the first thing I told Crockett. I said, hey, man, I need you this week. But uh, it's two and a half hours. But we're breaking it into two. Okay, okay, that's fine. Two, yeah. two, two and a half. Dude, why was this so long? <sighs> Dude, Crockett asked me the same thing. I, I did not look up to see why they did a two and a half hour episode. I'm very um, curious why this was so long. Hawks are playing so, late or something. Maybe. He wants to know. Here's what I need y'all to do. I need y'all to... <laughs> I am Hopper. He loves hearing from people. <laughs> he might <laughs> not respond, but tell him why we got a two and a half hour episode. I know who will know. Ben Martin will know. Robert Silva will know. There's a few people out there who will know without even having to look it up. I have but, uh, no idea why. Dude, that's a long... Two and a half hours is a long fucking time, dude. A lot of commercials too, though. I mean, we we blew through. But still, we blew through. There's there's easily twenty minutes of commercials that I've already blown through to get to an hour and fourteen, fifteen minutes into it. 
Uh, but it two and a half hours is a is a large time slot. I guess you're talking about three hours. That tape of uh, missing in action two or Delta Force, <laughs> right. fucking put on. They couldn't. They couldn't replay Cobra. Right. <laughs> you know. You know. That's the first place I think I've ever. I, I saw that movie ever was on like TBS or Dude, something like that back in the day. I remember when that first came out. My friend Mark, that fucked the death broad. He had. He, <laughs> He had the fucking deaf, cable. not dead. Deaf. <laughs> yeah. Proceed. Okay. And it was on HBO nonstop, and we watched that shit every fucking night. Like during a weekend, Friday, Saturday night, it was Cobra, Predator, and and uh, Aliens. Those three movies kind of. Do you hit mute, Hopper? course he breaks up when he's telling a great story and that whole movie fucking memorized cobra well i was i was about to say the reason our generation can remember everything is because we watched movies like that over and over again yeah repeatedly like we were I the worst the whole fucking movie bro yeah we <laughs> watched it not too long ago and tiffany's like what the fuck why are you even watching this if you know every fucking word? I really and truly think that I that I the first time I saw that movie was was on like TBS or something. I'm I'm pretty sure I didn't see it on like HBO at that point. I mean the first twenty minutes is is that's all you gotta watch. But when a guy goes into the grocery store and starts shooting shit up, everyone is just I don't deal with psychos. I put them away. <laughs> yeah, well, when he's like, I want a camera crew in here right now. He's like, I-, I can't do that. It's like, why? I don't deal with psychos. I put them away. And he's like, I'm a predator. I'm a hunter. He's like, you're the disease. And I'm the cure. And I'm thinking, what cop would say all this shit? What was Stallone's name in the movie? It was oh god, was it Cobretti was his last name. Yeah, uh-huh. was it really? And, yeah, and he had that badass, uh, that old Mercury that was like that that hot rod. Dude, they that's figure our name that sounded names. like Cobra. So they could call him Cobra. Right. <laughs> that car chase, that car chase scene is one of the best car chase scenes. When he tries the wall. Through the fucking parking garage. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, it's, it's, dude, that's a badass car, and they destroyed it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was that, that movie. That movie is wild, man. I, I just remember oh, watching yeah. it. Like, I remember, I remember seeing that movie. And I was like, man, this is this is nuts. Yeah. Like that's all I could tell. I kept thinking like I watched. I was like, man, this this movie's crazy. Yeah, well, um, yeah. It's like an action mixed in with a slasher. Right, right. It, I, yeah, that's the best way to describe it. It was like thriller, but it was action too, and yeah, suspense. And, like I don't know. It was. Yeah. And it had that like horror Michael Myers type feel when he, you know, he's the murderer in yeah. a hospital. I saw that movie a hundred times, man. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, bro. <laughs> but again, I, I, I always saw the the TBS version. Oh, I guess, fuck that, I, I, I'm sure it's, until, it's streaming. I think on HBO Max. Probably it's probably on Hulu too. Yeah, I I saw now I I didn't see like the 
it was like the later nineties and before I saw the actual like movie, I don't say movie version, but yeah. you know, non-commercials. Uh, um, but yeah, I only caught it on like TBS before then, but who knows, man, that movie was nuts. <laughs> But yeah, you just nailed it, Harper. That's why we can always recite stuff because we watched that bullshit a hundred times. Yeah, it's like Top Gun. I mean, I could tell you every fucking word. Yeah, HBO was famous for that. Like back in the day, they had like oh, thirty yeah. movies, and they just mm-hmm. like nonstop, yeah. over and over and over, mm-hmm. <laughs> over and over. Oh, it's on again. Oh, oh, look what's on again. Yeah. I love it when one of those '80s pages. Someone would share the old uh, intro. To when they would oh yeah yeah the HBO, HBO yeah come on oh my that is that makes my that gives me goosebumps I love the extended one yeah yeah when it's like going through the city and it and it's and it which goes is like really well done from way back then yeah oh yeah yeah that was badass that that was that really was badass back then when you think because about we're so excited, like, like, like what's gonna come on is it gonna be Poltergeist is it gonna be Cobra what is it. <laughs> The Heavenly Kid? Yeah, oh my God. Movie a hundred times. I had a forever. A lot of changes. I had a cousin who had HBO, and I remember Short Circuit was on nonstop too. (laughs) I think I think I think that's who Batteries Not Included is another one. Oh Oh yeah. I used to be able to recite short circuit that I, I hate saying it like this, but the, the, the Indian guy in short circuit, mm-hmm. he, he, they, they made him, he was smart, but they, he had all these, they used his yeah, um, accent as comedy, basically, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and he wasn't man, he has, he's, he's, I forget. He's like Italian or something. Really? What's his name? Yeah. They had me fooled. A bunch of blazing for you, Newton Crosby. I'm like, what? <laughs> He he would he would always he just had these lines throughout that movie. <laughs> oh man, God! When year did that movie come out? Eighty three, probably eighty four, maybe. Probably five. Short circuit that Co- is eighty six. Damn! Wow, man. I thought it was before then. Okay, same year as Cobra because Cobra was eighty six. Fuck! When did the second one come out? Cobra two, you mean, or no. Short Circuit two? They made a Short Circuit two. Yeah, okay. I don't remember. Oh, Crockett, are we? Is this Acid Wash Memories? Uh, Joe Marotta and Michael Quinn, or are we doing wrestling here tonight? Still in the thunder. Uh, yeah, we're still in the thunder. Two years later, we watched Gremlins too. The oh, other wow. night. Yeah, that's dumb. The first one was good. It, it was just a bunch of shit you just would not see. They had like a trans Gremlin. Yeah, can you imagine if? They but they did, didn't they do that in the first one? Drinking. Didn't they do that in the first one? No. And yeah. The second one was like a, it was like an acid trip because all of a sudden there's Hulk Hogan that has nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> Bro, they were just hot shot in the territory bruh, by this point. You ain't lying. And it was the <laughs> fucking trans one. They're smoking. They're drinking Budweiser. <laughs> But I thought they had like a like a drag one in in the first one too. Or am I combining them? Just like wearing a wig, but this one had lipstick and tits. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think anybody took that as trans. We just thought that was a female gremlin. Yeah, 
I mean, back then people would just be ha ha ha, and now they'll be like, "You're trying to force that shit on my kid." <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. It wasn't that. It was just a female gremlin. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like they were. To me, that's how I took it at that age. Now again, you know, I look at it now, and maybe people I know look at it and I go, "Oh, look what they're doing." But it was kind of. But those movies, bro, you could turn on anything back then, and shit was just different, man. It was just a different world. But yeah. but gr- dude, Gremlins, Gremlins one used to get on my. The, the thing about Gremlins that I never understood, and I remember seeing this as a kid to my mom, because remember the rule. One of the rules was. You know, they couldn't get wet. Okay, that's one thing. But the second thing was, don't feed them after midnight. Well, I was like, would well, you feed them at 8 o'clock in the morning? That's still at the midnight, right? I remember telling my mom that. <laughs> oh, dang. I'm like, that's true, huh? And then, I'm like, like is, it, is it Central it, or Mountain Time midnight? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I said that, too. I was, like, I was like, so if you feed them after midnight, well, isn't that, isn't that like, so if 1201 is after midnight, isn't eight o'clock after midnight? It's just eight hours. So what's the, I remember being a kid and I asked this, my mom, I didn't know what this word meant at the time. I was like, what's the grace period? Like, you know, do you, what, do you get a little leeway on that? Who's who's making the fucking rules here? Right. And my mama was like, just, my mama was like, you just can't feed them right after. I guess it's like an hour after. So, so they can feed them at two. And my, my, I remember going back and forth with my mom like it didn't make sense. So, but I remember that part of it. And then I, I even got a little smarter to it. I said, "Well, if they, if I said if they can't get wet, what happens when they're drinking something? Because like they're getting real. wet, they're getting wet on the inside." And my mom was like, "Just they watch spill. the movie, boy." Yeah, like it, there's too many. See, I, I, this is bad. That's the boxes. only movie I did that. It's the only movie I did that too, where I started poking holes in the book and when I was young, because I didn't do that with any, everything else. Like everything else, I just kind of went with it. Like most like, of us do. Where dude. is everybody in this town with all this chaos going on? Like there's no police. There's no <laughs> like no one shows up, and, it, and the next day people just like, damn, that was fucked up. And they just it didn't. It's sung. You know what are you gonna do? Bro, that is every, and I know that I know Gremlins wasn't a horror movie. That is every horror movie I ever watched in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, I'm, I'm like these are some the police, of the dumbest bro. people on earth. Like Chucky for one, it's a doll. Bro, fill I've it up with lead. That shit, punt that motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I would say. Punt that son of a bitch, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a doll, Hopper. Yeah, I know. Jesus Christ. It's a doll. I would took in my grandfather's 12 gauge and filled them with lead. <sighs> you guys see the promo he did with Rick Steiner on Nitro? Who, Chucky? Yes. You remember that? I don't, I don't remember, remember that. that. What year was it? I don't know. It was like 98, 99, something like that. It, it had to Nitro, be in the bro. bad years. And uh, I, I probably saw it and didn't commit it to memory. Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> Like they, right. they had it like for a few weeks during Nitro, they just have like a, this uh, maniacal laugh just play like over the yeah. lo- the loudspeaker, and like a couple weeks, then the third week you find out that it's Chucky, and they, they you know, plug in the next movie or whatever, and Rick Steiner is going back and forth with him on the promo. Of course, of course, of course. Wow, I, guess I just he was Googled. like their version. He was like their era's RoboCop. I what? I just I just googled it, Crockett. Oh no! Oh Jesus Christ! 
No, no, no. But it it looks like it was 1998, which no. that's weird because I feel like I should remember that and I don't. But I guess they're getting into the stupid stuff by then too. Even though the company's going to be around for several more years. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Mean Gene's in the middle of the ring and he's talking to Rick and. And Chucky on the screen. And you can tell that the Chucky thing is pre-taped and like they're trying to react in the right times and it's kind of overlapping in times and they're waiting (laughs) for him to react at other times. Yeah, just mess it up that much more, right? (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Well, on that note, um, again, we're not rating it, handing out any Rolexes, but I do want to remind you all, uh, if you'd like access to all of our Patreon content, uh, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. And like I said, at the beginning of the episode, you will get two months for free because it is still our birthday month of eight years in 2023 right now. So uh, consider signing up. And when you sign up, if you go annual, you will get two months for free. You can still go month to month, but if you go annual, you get two months for free. If you're currently month to month as a patron and you move to annual, you can still get the two months for free uh, by saving 15%. Uh, Crockett and I have done a bunch of recent episodes on the A&E series, uh, the biographies. We've done three of them within the last uh, month, month and a half or so. And then, of course, you get the Clash of the Champions, all of our pay-per-views on there, the ECW shows with Mike Pru and JV, along with the NWA Power shows with uh, Sparks and the Little Fella Half Pint. And, of course, if I don't say this, he's going to get mad at me and cut a promo on me, the World Class shows with Lance and I. I'm sorry, the World Lance Cast episodes, because we know Lance has that ego. All of that on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Plenty to listen to and keep you busy every single week of the year. Uh, and keep you from going crazy on the shoot job. Um, on that note, also make sure you Harper is still doing videos and shout outs. All I you got to do so. is email him, email him to Chris Harper, 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Let him know what you want in your video. He'll cut a promo on someone. He'll send you some birthday wishes. He'll tell you to go screw yourself, whatever you want. He will do. Or if you want him to cut a promo on your friends or relatives that you don't like, he can do that as well. And after you email him, PayPal him, 20 bucks to cc30388, cc at yahoo.com. Crockett, before I throw it to Harper for the tagline, anything else you want to plug before you get out of here as we wait for the next WPAN that uh, may come out never? Well, no, no. Like I said, you got me busy. So uh, we're (laughs) going to be doing, we we talked about the last episode we did together for Patreon. We're going to be doing the Heroes of Wrestling pay-per-view. We're going to be reviewing that. Yeah. So Hopper that, that ill-fated event from the late 90s. Uh, we're going to oh, take a look at that. Yeah. The Casino Magic thing? Yeah. yeah. Which, uh, Jesus Christ. Blitzed Jake Roberts. Oh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna do that on Patreon when we get we time. We almost went to that. Me and my friend Randy. Well, Thank God we didn't. Oh, God. You'd have been wasting your money. Hopper, do you remember when Chuck Gunther... Ask you and I to review it. He's like, bro, y'all got to review that one of these yeah. days. And we were supposed to do it. We never did. Yeah. That's what made some me. Of it. I remember watching the first match. It was uh, Mario Gennetti versus, uh, what's his name for the Fantastics? Tommy Rogers. Tommy Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. So we were, I was telling Crockett that we were supposed to do it. And um, we never got around to it. So. Dude, that shit is hard to sit through, bro. It's. Bad. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Bad. Open like, invite if you want to come on, Harper, and yeah. join us. 
Let's just take Dude, a you bunch can... of names from like 10 years ago. We're just going to throw them up in here and see what the fuck happens. You can make fun of it, too, because that's all we're going to do. I mean, we, yeah. we can't take that serious. I you not. <laughs> like, if you look, if you try to watch that with a critical eye, like, you know, you're going to do something good. You're uh, wasting your time. It's bad. Oh, I don't remember. I'd have to look. Dutch Mantel's on commentary, though. Uh, Stan Lane's in it. He came out of brief retirement for a match with it. One man gangs on it. Uh, we were talking about. I, I showed Crockett a quick clip of it. Iron Sheik and his knees that are shot oh, is working a match with Nikolai Volkov against the Bushwhackers. It's the. Dr it's bad. It's horrible. Yeah, the dogs are attacking somebody outside. Sickle. But anyway, <laughs> Hopper, let's roll. Hit the tagline and we'll get out of here. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs>